What is up, East High? Welcome back, folks. That's right. We are back from our hiatus to talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. My name is Tyler. And I am Condra, and collectively we are the Amateur Nerds with Wildcat Minute. Yeah, so many titles. We should really fix that. Anyway, we're talking about High School Musical 2, Condra. Indeed we are. And what better place to start talking about High School Musical 2 than at the very beginning with Minute 1? Yes, I think it also bears commenting that um, we're, we're doing this at the end of the summer, which is ironic because this movie famously is about summer vacation. But then there's a there's a coincidence that like, it's like a double irony, like a, like an Alanis Morissette type thing. Like, is it irony? Or is it just kind of not, and we're misusing the word, that the, the movie originally aired on August 17th, 2007. So Indeed. They, they did this movie at the end of summer, so we're not, we're not in the wrong, we're just sneakily in the right. Ha ha ha. Indeed we are. And yeah, let's go in and talk a little bit about where we are in, in the world timeline, where we, where we all were when High School Musical 2 came out. <laughs> not out of the closet well, and, and not just us physically but where was the world exactly because we were we were in the same place we were living with our parents because i was nine <laughs> and i would have been 11 you would have been 12 you're three years older than me okay sure <laughs> i would have been 12 <laughs> sounds good <laughs> i don't know my brain's all weird yeah so you're you're valid you're fine so yeah we actually watched high school musical when it came out. High School Musical 2 when it came out. Oh, yeah. yes. Sorry, I misspoke. So, yes. So, technically, I have seen this movie, but I do not remember anything about it. So, we are continuing the thing of me not being familiar with the movie as I go. And so, me watching it one minute at a time, very painstakingly not knowing what's about to happen. Y'all, when I got the first text from Tyler after he had watched the first two minutes and he's like, what is happening? And I was like, oh boy, strap yourself in, lad. We it's are very, in. It's very disturbing. I mean, we're not talking about the minute yet, but the just the visual characteristics of the movie are very distinctly different from the first one right from oh, the yeah. get-go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we are in 2007 now. So, I mean, things have changed. We are in a different place in the world. Fallout Boy just came out with Dance Dance. Wow. Is, th is that what you're going that for for 2007? 2007? I was in middle school. So yeah, Fallout Boy was important to me. <laughs> Why don't I tell you about the top five Billboard songs of August 17th, 2007? Sounds perfect. Counting down from number five, we have Umbrella by Rihanna. Nice. Now made famous by Tom Holland. I mean, made famous by Rihanna. I think that's like an immortal song, but yes. Yeah. Um, number four was Timbaland featuring Carrie Hilson, The Way I Are. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Number three, you definitely will know, Plain White Tees, Hey There Delilah. Hey There Delilah. Yes. A lot of these songs are just songs that were big that summer and just remained in the top 10, top 100. Mm -hmm. Like number two, Fergie's Big Girls Don't Cry. That's a weird number two for the end of summer. I mean, songs can come out any time of year. No, I know. But that was less of a, arguably less of a bop than some of her other songs on that album. So yeah, that's all but, I'm saying. Yeah, the singles get big at various times. Anyway, number one was Sean Kingston's Beautiful Girls. Nice. 
which I did I not know. That one either. So I know <laughs> I looked, who Sean I looked Kingston it up briefly is, and I was like, I don't, I don't know this one. <laughs> yeah. I know who Sean Kingston is. Don't know that song. So can you guess what number 29 on the billboard chart that year was? Or uh, dance, that dance week by Fall Out Boy. No, that week. What time is it from High School Musical? Was number twenty nine. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. Because the soundtrack would have probably come out like the week before or something. Yeah, like I think that. I read on the Wikipedia that What Time Is It debuted on Radio Disney in like May, and then one of the other songs from the movie debuted like on Disney Channel or something in June or July. So they release a couple singles before nice. the movie actually comes out. And I mean, this first song is so low stakes that it makes sense that they could release it that early. Yeah. And also, spoilers, I do know that this song, What Time Is It?, is about summertime. And them releasing it at the beginning of summer, definitely a strategic move for them. Mm -hmm. So, all right. We have the top five 100 on the Billboard charts. What else you got for me? I have the top 10 movies that came out in 2007 overall. Overal. So is this this by is one, this is one that you gross? can guess. Yeah, this is box office top okay. ten. Um, see, you think I could guess, but I don't remember much of middle school. I blacked out a lot of middle school <laughs> in my brain. Okay, here here's your hint. Here's your hint. Um, there are at least three third installments that came out in two thousand seven that were in the top five movies. Was Spider Man three one of them? Yes, Spider-Man 3 was the number one movie of 2007. Amazing. Uh, Another third installment. Transformers would have just been starting to come out. Transformers 1 was released in 2007. That's the number three movie of that year. Nice. The number two movie was a third. It was the third. It was Shrek the third. Shrek the third. I like that one. (laughs) Not as much as two, but I do enjoy that one. Number four was Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Not a bad one. Number five, aptly placed Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Nice. Number six was The Bourne Ultimatum, which might be the third one in the Bourne trilogy. I don't I remember. Have no idea. Number seven was 300, the Zack Snyder m- movie. Another Number three. eight was Ratatouille. <gasps> Huzzah. Starring Patton Oswalt. Tyler's and... fa- one of Tyler's favorite movies. Yes. Number nine, I Am Legend. Number 10, The Simpsons movie. Aha. Uh-huh. Wow. So we've been with Spider Pig for that long? Uh, yeah. Um, and a smattering of other movies that came out in 2007. There's a lot. Okay. Alvin and the Chipmunks, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, The Bee Movie, Enchanted, <laughs> yeah. Hairspray, Evan Almighty, Underdog, uh, a fan favorite of this podcast. Of uh, your, uh, <laughs> your, your favorite of this <laughs> Um, Epic Movie, Bridge to Terabithia. Sad. Across the Universe, Sydney White. Oh! <gasps> Stardust. Yes. Sweeney Todd. Juno. Nice. Um, some of the big box uh some of the big Oscar type movies that year were Children of Men, No Country for Old Men. Um, that was also the year Hot Fuzz came out, Juno came out. Did I say across the universe yet? You did. Okay. So um and the number one movie the week end of August 17th through August 23rd, I guess the week mm-hmm. was a Michael Sarah Jonah Hill flick. Super bad? Yes. Also a high school movie. <laughs> yeah, also a high school movie. So it's funny when you were listening to some of those, I was like, wow, I rem- I've like I really like a lot of those. Well, some of them I respect or know of. But that means 2007 
was the year I saw Sweeney Todd live on stage that summer and that and in, everything changed in preparation for seeing my first rated r film which was sweeney oh, todd that's fun so i saw that and because that came out in the winter i don't know what my first rated r movie was i mean other i know than my first pg-13 was the original spider-man yeah i mean that's not considering at home whatever was playing at home kind of thing because like i'm sure yeah I, like what is austin powers rated because i'm sure <laughs> oh yeah i think austin powers is pg-13 but it definitely like, should every be. child ever has seen austin powers yeah so but that was the first rated r i saw in theaters so okay um but a lot of good ones there 2007 good year for film yeah i feel like 2007 was the year i was like conscious about the world around me mm-hmm. I, I mostly because i like remember 2007 being a year when i started watching like Baseball, that was the year the Red Sox won the World Series. Mm-hmm. It was Dustin Pedroia's rookie year. Mm-hmm. Um, Daisuke Matsuzaka had joined the Red Sox. Yeah, it was like that was a good team. things were coming around. <laughs> that was a good team. Kevin Euclid, Mike Lowell. Paps. Jacoby Ellsbury joined the team in, in the late summer. Coco Crisp was there. David Ortiz and Manny Ramirez were, st- were still there. Jason Veritek. These are things I know because I was nine years old when these all happened. And even the Celtics <laughs> were pretty good that year. They didn't go all the way the way they did the year later, but they were still really good The that Celtics year. won the championship in 2008. No, I know. And, to, and 2007 into 2008 was the year that the Patriots went undefeated and then lost in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If y'all so, can't figure out we're from New England... <laughs> I think we've I think we've, we've mentioned it before. That. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I was shopping at Hot Topic pretty exclusively at that point. Other than my giant jeans that I got at Kohl's. Is that is that like an imperfect tense? Like I used to shop at Hot Topic. I still do, but I used to too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if Hot Topic is the only place that makes short jeans in my size, that's where I'm buying <laughs> my jeans. <laughs> Uh, do you want to hear about some other things that happened in 2007? Sure. I guess maybe guess things like guess things. like broad. That's trying to ask me to remember things. Did Wicked come out around then? I don't know when the musical Wicked came out. I think it came out around then. I don't know if it in was my head it's just been out forever. Like it's been out since the 80s. Like no, but it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else happened in 2007? I got my braces off. <laughs> uh. <laughs> No. Okay. I don't know. I'll go through the list of things. Nancy Pelosi became the first female speaker of the House, the House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. She is still that, for better or worse. Uh, We're not a political podcast, so we're not commenting there. (laughs) Windows Vista was released. I don't know how if you're a fan. I was always a fan of Windows Vista. I was a fan of Vista at the library when... The next one came out because Vista was still work would still work with everything, but then after like Windows Seven was after Vista, right? Yeah, Seven I think was a garbage fire, and then Eight was pretty okay. Yeah, so. Windows XP and Windows Vista are like solid operating systems. Yeah, though. yeah. I- um, <laughs> Ellen hosted the Oscars, at which Departed and Martin Scorsese won. These were movies from 2006 being mm-hmm. celebrated. Martin Scorsese finally won his first Best Director Oscar. Did How I Met Your Mother come out? And... That was on the nope, air. No, but I've got some TV shows. Okay. Phineas and Ferb debuted. Yo! As did, 
as did iCarly and The Big Bang Theory. Wow. Big year for TV. I think How I Met Your Mother might have been around the time. It might have been 2006 or 2008 or something, but yeah. you're not you're not off. Um, the Spurs won the NBA Finals. Shout out to friend of the show, Amanda. Hashtag go Spurs go. <laughs> Bob Barker ceased hosting The Price is Right, and Drew Carey would take over later in the year. Um, Barry Bonds passed Hank Aaron's home run record in the Major League Baseball. The Virginia Tech shooting occurred. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first iPhone was released for sale in the United States. Wow. And that is a smattering of things that happened in 2007. Let me think of some other things that happened in 2007. We went to Disney for the second time as a full family. I think you might be wrong about that. I think that happened in 2006 because uh, I would have been in third grade. No, because we went in, in 2005. And we went every other year. We were in. I was in seventh grade the second time we went. All right. I I don't disbelieve you because yeah, we went the beginning and when I was in second grade, mm-hmm. and that would have been in two thousand five. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, um, I'm trying to think of anything else fun. Um, but I can't think of anything. We were still we ones, but less of we ones than we were for High School Musical. No, so. we didn't have a we yet for another couple of years. No, I know that. <laughs> um, but you might have had. Did you have your? I might have DS? gotten a Nintendo DS around two thousand six or two thousand seven. But anyway, let's talk about High School Musical let's again. Talk about high school I want to. I want to run too. down. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying High School Musical and leaving out the two, and it's going to be awkward. Just know that when I say High School Musical, I mean the the movie we are currently talking about, which is High School Musical two. And we'll see how long I last correcting you. <laughs> anyway, I already said that it debuted on August 17th, 2007. Again, directed by Kenny Ortega, holdover from the first one, written by Peter Barsakini, holder holdover from the first one, composer David Lawrence Same on the, the music. One? Budget was $7 million um, compared to the first movie, which had about $4.2 million. So almost twice the budget. Yeah. About 17.2 million viewers on opening release. I was reading somewhere it garnered more viewers than a an NFL game that like a big NFL game that year, I think. Yeah, that's just like basic cable numbers. The, the thing is that like the most viewed things are like football games, Super Bowls, Olympics, World Cups. Those all have people watching them in the billions. Yeah. And so like a regular Friday night thing or a Monday night football that's on basic cable. So at the time, here, I've got the got what it was. So at the time, it was the highest viewed DCOM in history, as well as in cable, highest views as in in cable history as well. Highest viewed TV movie or? Nope. It, but the highest in cable history, even higher than NFL Monday Night Football. So wow. it, at the time, it was the most viewed thing on television. On cable. Premiere. On cable. Yeah. <laughs> The movie's running with 5.1 stars on IMDb compared to the first one, that which has 5.5. But on Rotten Tomatoes, part two is running with an 83% critic score and a 5.8 out of 10 average score versus the first one, which has a 65% critic score, 5.7 out of 10 average score. So it is re- the second one is regarded as better critically, but not necessarily by pers- people, persons. I'll show my hand now. I like this one better than the first one. Yeah, I will reserve my judgment. (laughs) 
rightly so. Or should I just or should I just say now that this one's better and spend the whole movie like proving it? Or no, I the I should do the reverse. I should say that the first one's better and spend this whole run of podcast tearing this one down. No. <laughs> and then the last couple fun things I found from IMDb is the taglines, one of which is on August 17th, are you ready for the start of something new? But that was the first movie. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other one uh, that appears is, they're facing the biggest challenge yet, summer jobs. I mean. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about that, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> so we can talk briefly about like what I know about this movie. Yeah. Um, I know that you know the first song is uh is uh the the one that we already said what, what time, time is, is it? it there we go <laughs> um and then it's summer and then they all like have jobs at the Evans's country club mm-hmm. um except Sharpay and Ryan obviously who are just casually hanging out i know the song i don't dance and i know the song bet on it how do you know i don't dance because it was a baseball scene oh and when we watched it for the first time, I was like, ah, yes, I'm interested in this because baseball, which I'm now seeing is like uh, just like how the first one had basketball to get the boys interested. They were like, <laughs> this one has to has a, have a sports scene. Otherwise, no one will care. <laughs> but I remember Ryan has a line about like being on a Little League World Series team. And I thought that was kind of weird and out of out of nowhere. Yeah, so that's. What I know, I don't know what any of the drama in this movie is, although from reading critic reviews, I understand that this one is a little bit more heightened of actual like tension and themes, Mm -hmm. perhaps than the first one, which is overwhelmingly featured, which is overwhelmingly light in tone. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not I can't say anything. So you've made your predictions. And you're, okay. You're, well, I mean, you presented wait, your thoughts. Okay, yeah, then that's the question. Should I make predictions? Oh, I mean, if you'd like to make a prediction. Or we have a lot to say about minute two as opposed to minute one, so why not make your predictions now? I don't I don't think it's gonna take a while. Um, okay. So I know there's tension between Ryan and Chad in that baseball scene. Okay. But I don't know if the, that conflict bears out elsewhere in the movie. I'm guessing that Troy, I don't I don't know. Troy like is working as a as a caddy and like making connections with the big wigs or something. And he like wants to like show off so that he can go to like a good college or something. I don't know. It seems weird. Very caddy shacky, I suppose. Other people are just around the country club all working there do they sleep there like is this a is this like a boarding house type situation (laughs) is there like love interest regress between gabriella and troy because they're arbitrarily fighting because drama happens is there another boy that comes in and tries to swoop gabriella away that would be very delightful the the classic like oh he's european and he he he's taller and has bigger muscles. That would be very fun, <laughs> but I don't think that's what happens in the movie. Um, there could be a thing where like the the Evanses are are like hosting some sort of like big event, 
and it's got to like go well or else the Evanses won't have money anymore. <laughs> that would be something like that's that's like um, a plot of a Sweet Life of Zack and Cody episode. Yeah. Those are my predictions. Okay. Chad and Taylor are underwhelmingly not in the, the movie. Kelsey's hardly in it to my grief. These are all my predictions. Alrighty then. So let's find out. Don't stick me to these. We'll just watch the movie. Yeah. So let's find out what's happening in minute one. So minute one. In minute one, it is 3.05 p.m. Hey, <laughs> let me do, do my start and oh. end, please. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So minute one starts with a clock revealing the time, 3.05 p.m. And ends with the Darbus saying that they have fertile young minds. <laughs> <laughs> I did write that on that line, yeah. So, yeah, it's just kind of um opening shot or shots. We get an oddly quiet and oddly still courtyard. We we pan down from the clock and there is no one outside of East High High School. and Or East High School. East High High School. That doesn't... <laughs> it sounds weird. Just East, East high. high School. But that's what the sign says out front. And VHS, then, like where we went. Like where we went. Um, and then we see an empty cafeteria and an empty auditorium and an empty gym. Well, empty gym and then empty auditorium. Thank you. And then we see a classroom. We Whose see, classroom? We see Darvis's classroom. <laughs> yeah. So let's just talk about these like these empty spaces it's it's very interesting because the movie starts and we see the clock and we scroll down the front of the school and we see like the banners strength and respect and then we get the title card high school musical two with that um, lovely swimming pool esque background in yeah, the middle the gold of it. two you know what I respected about high school musical one was they went with the very like simple serif font yeah for the title card and now it's like oh it's the logo that you've seen on every promo ever well i mean it's a franchise but you can have like a respectable title come up that's just like a simple font it's a tv movie tyler yeah i know (laughs) um and then we also get while we're seeing all these empty places we also see the names of the folks starring in the movie scroll on by in order zach efron vanessa hudgens ashley tisdale lucas graviel uh corbin blue monique coleman Mark L. Taylor, Bart Johnson, and Robert Curly Brown. All right, so a couple names in there that I don't recognize, presumably new characters. It makes sense that, you know, Lucas Grabeel gets higher billing than Corbin Blue and Monique Coleman because, you know, he does more of, like, the dancing numbers. Um, And obviously Corbin Blue and Monique Coleman are, like, the ones that get shoved under the rug at every possible moment because... Casual, either casual racism in in the writing and casting of the movie, or just people not knowing how to treat a, a ensemble cast. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> I, what I wanted to ask you about was like, why did they feel the need to like show us these empty rooms? Like, ah, yes, remember the last movie? There was a whole song in here, the cafeteria. Then there was a whole song in the gym. And then there is a whole song in the uh, auditorium. And the auditorium is still set up from Breaking Freeze, like background in the moon and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about this a little bit. And I wonder if it's a juxtaposition to like how when we started High School Musical 1, everything was lively, brimming. There were people everywhere like milling about. And I mean, this is the end of school as we very quickly discover. And it makes sense that I mean, it doesn't make sense that there's absolutely no one in the courtyard because I'm sorry, some people leave early, like, but... (laughs) Especially in high school when there's, like, seniors with free periods or whatever. Yeah, but it's kind of a contrast, like, we're not... This story doesn't take place here. Okay, I like that interpretation, like, this this is the old movie. You can remember it and, like, have nostalgia for it, but this, like... This is your only chance to look at these things because once this movie starts, we're gone. I like that. Yeah. Also, they only spent four days filming in the high school and the majority of it goes to the the song sequence that we're going to yeah. get. But it's not really building tension. It's no. not like, oh, the, t- the clock is ticking. School's about to be over. That's not really made clear until we get into the classroom. No, but I think it's kind of it orients people to where we are, where we've been and We've got so far to go, as Hairspray, hairspray. would say it. Um, I was going to do White Snake. Uh, I don't know where I'm going, but I do know where I've been. I like Hairspray better because it came out in 2007. 2007. With Zac Efron, with the, nonetheless. With Master Zephron. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't know if it's anything more than like just establishing shots of okay we're in the school let's show the places again but it is weird that they're just like eerily empty and the music is like not doing really anything for it it's just Uh, the little like piano and like electric guitar riff is funny yeah good job david lawrence composing that music oh yeah anyway so we cut to the hallway and here we hear the lovely voice of miss darbus played by allison reed Allison Reed, thank you. Which she's 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 darbising. She's she's waxing poetic. Oh, that's a good phrase. I like that. I was gonna say she is meandering. We also see Zeke sitting on a little stool with a cap on his head that says yeah. shush. Yeah, like a dunce cap like a style, dunce like cap. embarrassment thing. Yeah. And uh Darbus is just going on about how despite it being summer vacation learning doesn't need to end and people have the ability to learn all year round and to not give that up and the the class is just so not paying attention yes um she has this line where she says the shimmering lights of summer and then she says summer very high pitched and everyone like jolts awake from it and chad looks confused and is like what is going on because chad's a sleepy boy he is so, yeah, that's kind of minute one and 2007 in a nutshell. I don't have anything else for, for minute one. Uh, I do like nutshells, but yes. You don't like nutshells? What are you talking about? I mean, I I don't like detritus in general, but I like the idea that there's like these little like beans that come in shells Whatever. Okay. All right. Like nutcrackers. Those are fun. <laughs> yeah. So that was a very long minute one. Oh, we're getting we're we're getting back. You know, people are just excited that we're back from hiatus. They're just excited to hear our voices. Are they? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> we had fun. St- 
We had fun stuff in there. Just be confident, okay? Okay. All right. Well, if you really did have a lot of fun and want to take the fun with you until we're back with minute two, follow us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Yeah, or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. Share with us what you did in 2007. Hashtag 2007. That's not a specific hashtag that I would easily be able to find. <laughs> Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll catch you later as we continue into this movie, which features the song, You Can Bet On It. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>